It's time for the Big Citrix Show. Candy. Yeah, doggy. Welcome to another episode of the Big Citrix Show. I am Big Citrix, and next to me right here is this lovely, handsome gentleman, Phil Medina. Big Phil Medina. <laughs> yeah, doggy. <laughs> He keeps looking back at the sign over I here. I do, because I got to remember the name of the fucking show, dude. <laughs> yeah, but I did it again. Yeah, but your name isn't it, remember? It's big. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is, bro, when I, we were, uh, when, when I shaved my head and we talked about, uh, uh, you and I were talking about um, the, uh, the, the whole big Citric thing. Yeah. Right? You, would, you would say, yeah, doggy. So I can kind of do that impersonation a little bit, right? <laughs> and my niece told me, she goes, oh, you sound just like Citric. And I go, yeah, doggy. <laughs> and she goes, yeah, and with your head shaved, you look like Big Citric. <laughs> she said, if they bought you on Wish. <laughs> oh, I was man. like, God damn, you little jerk. What the fuck happened to you? Hey, bro, comedy just flows in your family, huh? It does, dude, because my niece, my niece is nine. Or no, fuck, she's ten. And she is funny as shit, dude. Yeah, funny as shit, dude. She's uh, she's hilarious. She, uh, I walked in. Uh, she's another one that can play with Bruce. Yeah, she's she can just do it. The dog loves her. She, I walk into the kitchen because I had him over the summer. I walk into the kitchen and there she is petting the dog. Right, just all you're a good boy, huh? She goes, you better eat all that kibble. I got you, motherfucker. And I'm like, what? I might have sent you that video. I was like, what did you just say? She goes, oh, I was just telling him he needs to eat. I was like, that's not what you just said. You just called my dog a motherfucker. Now we're going to fight. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, no, I seen a video you sent me one time, man, and I forgot, I can't remember what it was, but it, I was rolling. Man. I was dying. Oh. She was hilarious. Huh? Dude, she, uh, she, I remember one time we recorded her answering the front door, and it was a buddy of mine. She answers the door. She's like, oh, you scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> what is wrong with you little foul-mouthed hooligan? Nah, she's um, a, but here's the thing. She's a straight-A student. So how do you tell her, yeah, like, exactly. you can't cuss? Look. Right? Well, she's like, well, fuck you then. I'll get an F in math. How about that? <laughs> she's going to tell you, this is America. This is America, motherfucker. <laughs> she's like, I can say whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> and she sounds just like you, too. That's the craziest shit. Oh, man. So I know we're going to be seeing her doing stand-up sometime in the future, right? <laughs> Dude, no. Not at all, bro. Like, no. I asked her. I said, what do you want to do when you grow up? Because your sister's getting ready. Which my niece got accepted to... Uh, a, a, a school in Kentucky, right? And I was like, fried chicken? And she's oh, like, no, you tub of shit. She, actually, my sister said that. She's like, no, you fat tub of shit. Like to, to a university, their they're, they're university in Kentucky, but she's not going to go there. I was like, okay, cool. Well, I told the little one, I said, what do you want to be when you grow up? She's like, I want to wrestle in the WWE. Oh, That's snap. all I want to do. I don't want nothing else, just that. <laughs> Or maybe a princess. I don't know yet. Oh, <laughs> like, man. What the fuck? Oh, man. Like, Look. Like the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Oh, remember glow, that glow, shit, glow. dude? Oh, man. I oh, love watching dude. that. Yeah, I not know why, the, too. Not, nah. yeah, not for the wrestling, but, you know. Yeah, Cochino, I know why. I was only eight when that came out, so I didn't understand that feeling just yet. <laughs> Everybody used to say Big Bad Mama, dude. Yeah, remember her? Yeah, yeah she died. Oh, but it's just, uh, <laughs> just what like a, whatever. What a bummer. I <laughs> just brought down the... Oh, man. 
dude, I am super excited about today's show. Yeah. We've got uh, Chingo Bling. Bling. The Tamale Kingpin. Yeah, the Tamale Kingpin. You know, dude. The Paletero Man, all that. Dude, Nike. He had the, the Nike swoosh on the boots, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. Dude, so, I, I took a girl to go see him once. Yeah, so, so tell us about that story. I know man. I've heard it before, but every time you tell it, it's funny. It's bullshit is what it is, bro. It was like 2003 or four, and that dude was blowing up. He had songs on the radio, and he was coming to Fresno. So I was like, hey, what's up, girl? You want to go see Chingo Bling? She goes, oh, my God, you're going to take me? I'm like, yeah, what's up then? Bro, I don't know if you've ever been friend-zoned so fast. This bitch was like a cousin by the time I brought her home, dude. She All she could talk about was Chingo Bling. I go, hey, you want to go back to my house for drinks? For what? I'm like. You guys were related all of a yeah, sudden? Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, Prima, I'll just drop you off right here, bitch. Like, whatever. <laughs> that sucked, dude. Oh, bad, dude. All bad, bro. Yeah, no, I've been, I've been friend-zoned a couple times, you know, but yeah, I take it like it is what it is. You know? Man. Like, I ain't tripping it. I hate that shit. You know, but then a few years later, you know, they, you know, they, they see what you're doing. But you got going on, and all of a sudden they're trying to get at you. You, you know? know what's funny though? I don't think yeah. I really care. They caught the vapors. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <That's Marquis. laughs> <laughs> you say he's just a friend. Oh, baby, you. <laughs> Dude, real talk, at this point in my life, I could fucking care less who's a friend, who's an exactly. enemy. It doesn't matter to me. What matters to me is this decent human beings. Exactly. All right, bro. I had to get a job recently. Okay, and I hated it. I hated it. I hate having to get a job because the whole COVID yeah. thing, dude. Dude, I started driving for DoorDash. Damn, and I know you got some stories with that. Bro, I got a <laughs> fucked up thing I'm going to tell you right now that happened. It's my first delivery, bro. Okay, it's my very first time delivering <laughs> this shit. Well, I pick up a $60 pizza. From this like custom pizza place, okay? <laughs> so I pick up the pizza and I $60. take sixty bucks, dude, because it tells you how much it is, and I'm getting paid seventeen dollars for this delivery. Mm. I take it, so the GPS drops me in this location. So I drop off the pizza. I'm knocking on the door. The guy goes, uh, "Can I help you?" And I'm like, oh, "I don't speak Spanish, so <laughs> I hope this works." I go, "Yeah, this uh, this pizza's for Dalton." Um, uh, is he here? So I, uh, it's for DoorDash. He goes, oh, pizza? Yeah, right, pizza, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't even worried about the fact you said no, don't. right, dude, <laughs> motherfucker. So he grabs the pizza from me. I take off. Cool, made a cool little tip, 17 bucks. I'm over 100 bucks now. Well, here's the kicker, all right? Fucking Dalton calls me. He's like, hey, bro, what's up with that pizza? I'm like, bro, I just dropped it off. I think it was to your dad, dude, some old Mexican guy. He goes, motherfucker do i sound mexican bro i'm like oh shit i dropped around at the wrong house dude i had to go back i knock on the door no answer bro but i hear these motherfuckers having a pizza party in They're there dude. Away. oh i hear it dude and i'm all DoorDash, open the door Sound like a cop knocking. Right, I'm fucking pissed i gotta get that pizza back dude or not i'm gonna lose 60 bucks Dude, this fat little Phil Medina-looking motherfucker opens the door, right? He's got pizza all over his face. And I knew at that moment, dude, when he smiled, he fucking had silver teeth. And that told me, you son of a bitch, you ate that pizza. Yeah, bro, it was like, he was like, hey, what's that good? I was like, you piece of shit. 
So I go, I want that pizza back right now. And he goes, nah, dude, we, we're, it's a, no. And I go, no, we ate it. Yeah, so here comes, here comes his dad wiping his mouth, dude. And I'm like, I dropped off that pizza. Dude, I want it back right now. And he's like, no, the pizza, no, no. And he's trying, he tells the son in Spanish, Tell this fat fuck that we already ate the pizza. So now the pizza is gone, dude. And I, I tell the kid, I'm like, I want that pizza back. He goes, no, my dad said that he thought that that you were going around the neighborhood giving people pizzas. So I go, and I, I wanted to snatch that little motherfucker up. And be like, when has any fat person ever came to the neighborhood to drop off a pizza, you son of a bitch? So I fucking like, fuck it, dude. I just leave. And the guy's like, thank you. I'm like, fuck you. And so now I get in the car, dude. And the phone rings, dude. Yo, bro, what's up with that pizza? I go, hey, Dalton, it's Phil. Um, hey, funny thing about that pizza, bro. I dropped it off at the wrong house. And they fucking ate it, dude. And he goes, fuck, bro. He didn't think you ate it? Bro, if he would have seen me, he'd have been like, bro, don't lie, dude. <laughs> don't lie. So that is the worst story I've had happen with the DoorDash stuff. 100% true. And Dalton, if you're watching, I'm sorry, dude. If I, if, I, if, I, if I was to be doing DoorDash, I'd be eating all the food. Trying bro. To the food, so I can't do that shit. Dude, I want to say, too, Dalton, I am sorry. If the little Mexican kid, if you're watching, fuck you. <laughs> Man. So on that note, we're going to take a little break real quick. And yes, we'll, sir. We'll be back with our guest, Chingo Bling. So stick around. The Big Citrix Show with Phil Medina. Wait. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Big Citrix Show. And our next guest started off as a rapper Transitioned, transitioned into a comedian, actor. I mean, you you call you've done a producer, everything, man. One of the first Latinos to be on Netflix. Chingo bling, everybody. Wayne, what's up, bro? <laughs> what up? <laughs> How you doing, man? Man, I'm doing great, man. Enjoying this Texas weather. Uh, looking forward to coming back to Cali real soon. And uh, thank you for having me on, man. I appreciate it. Man, no, thank you for coming on, bro. I know you're busy, man. You know you're you're always you're always into something, man. So we we appreciate your time, bro. It's because I got chingo for the kids, bro. That's right, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> the tamale kingpin. Por vida, este. That's right, man. So, um, hey, man, I mean, I know you're you're out there in Texas and everything, man, and uh, how's this pandemic been treating you? Well, I mean, I can tell you how it's been treating me. Uh, you know what, man? <laughs> it froze up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it, it's been interesting. I was scheduled to be living in L.A. all summer. I was going to take my family and, and the babysitter and everything, and uh, everything got canceled. So we're, we're just rolling with punches. That's right. That's right, man. But you're still, you're still staying busy regardless, man. Yeah, I have a new album uh, coming out in a couple weeks. Uh, you know, Black Friday is the date we're looking at. We're, we're dropping a, a nice merch collection with it. And uh, definitely staying busy. Uh, we still got the tour. Um, all my big markets, you know, shout out to San Antonio, everybody watching us in Dallas, Houston. Uh, we still got to hit a lot of the country uh, here and there. Nice. But, but you know what it's like, man? It's, it's like trying to hit a moving target. Like you're trying to promote a date, but you don't know what's going on locally in terms of like, ah, oh, man, we got to cancel, you know. Yeah, no, real talk, man. So let's talk about the album, man. Um, what, what can we expect? Yeah, man, it's called the Versace Mariachi. Uh, like you mentioned, I really had music on the back burner. I really wasn't messing with it. Um, so I've really been focusing on stand-up. I love stand-up comedy, but I can still rap. 
and uh, I got with the homies, man. Um, shout out to my boy, my boy Racheton out there from uh, L.A. He's a Salvadorian. He's on two tracks. Uh, he's blowing up. Uh, also, man, shout out to the homie Tres. He's out there representing Compton. Uh, but yeah, man, it, it's got a different sound. It's not your traditional Chicano rap type of vibe. There's like some reggaeton. There's like some trap. Uh, you know, I'm it's dirty south. There's a lot of Texas type of. You remember those screwed up samples that the Houston sound had? I have a yeah. couple of those tracks too. What what made you do that transition though from rap into stand up? I know you said you love stand up comedy. Um, what was it that 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 got you all fired up about it? Because listen, I'm a stand up comic and. I don't know. I, I would love to make the transition into rap, but I can't rap for shit. <laughs> hey, hey, man, you, you'd be surprised, brother. But uh, initially, when I when I graduated college in San Antonio, my plan was to be, you know, independent entertainer. You know, show. I was going to go into show business, and my plan was stand up comedy initially. Well, uh, as luck would have it, my mixtapes from the flea market, my parodies, like my underground rap verses, it started getting shared on like uh, LimeWire and Napster, the kids mm-hmm. were exchanging it and before you know it, it was like bro, stand-up comedy's gonna have to wait <laughs> like, yeah. like this is this is showing promise and um, you know, I was a young kid I didn't know much about the business and you know, you get screwed along the way and you learn uh, but you know, like, like for example, you guys mentioned my Netflix show we we own it. We own the intellectual property, and we licensed it to them. So mm-hmm. um, it's no longer on Netflix. Now it's back with us, the free agent, and we're gonna we're gonna, we're that, gonna license. Netflix. That's funny that you yeah. mentioned that. That's the first time I actually heard you was on LimeWire. I was a kid, just like <laughs> finding stuff. People were sending me stuff. That's the first time I I ever heard your stuff, and then you you blew up from that point. I remember. I think it was like 2004. I lived in Fresno. And I took this chick that I was really digging to go see you. I think it was at some, I think it was at the Tower Theater. Yo, man, I didn't even get the smash because she was so in love with you. I was like, <laughs> I couldn't do nothing after that. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. So I was like, nah, I'm just. Hey, hey, you're, sit, you're sitting there all sad with your boots and your cowboy hat. Like- yeah, bro, I was fucking pissed, dude. I'm not going to lie. I was like, ah, this guy. <laughs> And, and, and speaking of the cowboy boots, what, how, how did you come up with that concept, man? When you came up with one of the botas that avestruz with the Nike swoosh sign on the, on the boots and all yeah. that, like, how did you? What, what was going through your mind, man, when you came up with that? All right, so I'll put it to you like this, man. Before I stepped out in public like that, uh-huh. people dared me. They're like, "Bro, you look crazy." And uh, I remember my first time going on stage, it was like Eminem when he was like throwing up because I was like, yo, they're not going to understand. They're going to think I'm making fun. They're not going to get it. They're <laughs> going to see my vision and they're going to hate me. And, you know, because when you're young, you doubt yourself. And, um, you know, the way I came up with it is I like mixing two things that, that kind of don't go together. Yeah. And um, really, it was almost it, I, I was picturing my whole Chingo Bing persona like a comic book character, like. Like, um, like for example, I'm a big fan of like Weird Al. I mean, not Weird Al. Um, people compare me Weird Al, but like, <laughs> but like, um, uh, it's, you know, like Biz Marquis, you know, Biz Marquis, Slick Rick, uh, you know, people that that had personas. Like when Andre 3000 started wearing the shoulder pads and the wigs and the weird shit, I was like, he's so free, he's so free. I was like, oh my god, as an artist, like he's not beholden to anybody. Nobody's. Uh, uh, gonna cancel him. Nobody's trying to censor him. And once he started like really testing the boundaries of what 
he was able to say, like Eminem, Eminem with his Slim Shady persona, yeah. he he talked about like, you know, his mom and all this crazy pills and stuff. But I've always been rebellious. I've always been outspoken. And, um, you know, I think I definitely accomplished uh, being able to go to sleep at night comfortably because, you know, I speak from the heart. Sometimes I give people medicine, but I don't know how to sugarcoat. Right. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's real talk, man. And 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 you know, speaking of medicine, that's not. I know. I I know you you've been catching a lot of heat lately, man. For for some things that were said. I mean, what do you what, what do you got to yeah. say? You know, because a lot of people don't don't get it. Like I, to me personally, I wasn't offended. I know my boy Phil wasn't offended. You know, because we get you where you come from. I understand both sides of the rasa how they how they feel about it. But what's your whole outtake on it, man? Yeah. So people were offended by some clips of me taken out of context. Mm. So this interview right here, right now, somebody might, we're, we're leaving ourselves vulnerable. We're exposing ourselves because we're in the soundbite clickbait era, you know? So somebody might come in and piece something together and make you, me, one of us sound bad. But uh, anyway, I'm going to just put it to you like this. I'm a lifelong Democrat. I'm the son of immigrants. Um, I am Mr. They Can't Deport Us All. I dropped the album called They Can't Deport Us All. Now I need to do They Can't Cancel Us All. Uh, exactly. I yeah. did a comedy special, They Can't Deport Us All. I wrote a letter to, uh, I wrote an open letter and I put it out there on the internet uh, when Donald Trump, when I thought he called us all racist. I thought that because the news told me that. Yeah. And I, 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 I was hurt. And it was, I was not a Trump fan at all. Uh, recently, my view, I started looking at the, the Democratic Party like they have a monopoly on the Latino vote. I started feeling like we were pawns in this global chess game. And I'm not saying I'm, I'm modern-day Pancho Villa, but I stuck my neck out. I took the risk, and I spoke from the heart. Now you got cloud chasers that want to take stuff out of context. Um, so I went ahead and uploaded the full version on my end just to counter their false narrative. Porque trucha con los false narratives, compadre. Oh, yeah, no, for real. Uh, uh, so one thing they say about my people, us, is that sometimes we're, they say sometimes we're crabs in a bucket. So I'm trying to, I'm taking the heat because I'm letting all the crabs come out. People that Brown wanted to cancel Brown. And I yeah. reply to them, if Cristela or George Lopez or anybody changes their views, are you going to cancel them? Because there's not that many of them. So be careful how many of us you cancel because we can't be crabs in a bucket. And and that's what I reply to people. It's like, hey, man, just hear me out. Give me benefit of the doubt because it's an absurd false narrative that Chingo Bling's not a proud Mexican-American. And Chingo motherfucking, excuse my language, Chingo Bling is anti-immigrant. Chingo Bling, no. People just want to hear what they want to hear. And I know what my heart is. I feel so much better. I feel like I'm not beholden, like, I'm not going to bend to the mob. Like, people yeah. can attack me all they want. This is an entertainer's worst nightmare. And, I, I, I hey, my, my, my PR people in the house, and I know they watch, and, and uh, they're like, Chingo, keep it short. But listen. Um, damn, what the hell was I saying? I got off the No, basically. I smoke too much weed, man. Well, yeah, no, hey, hey, I get you, man. I'm, I'm there too, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you're 100% right. Listen, here's here's the thing. When I first saw the, the clip, it was, um, your clip was, I could you could tell there was edits in there. The ones, not the one that you posted, but the one that everybody else put up. And you could tell, and I was, and I even told Citric, I go, 
I don't think something's not right here. Yeah. This is this isn't this isn't a hundred percent. But you're talking about the cancel culture uh, uh, revolution that's happening is bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. Now, are there some people who deserve to be canceled? Of course there is. But for what what you said, that doesn't change anything on, on how who you are as a performer or who you are as a performer. Look, I was also a lifelong Democrat. I'm an independent now because I I one day I smoked a lot of fucking weed <laughs> and I realized what the Democratic <laughs> Party really means. Yeah. What they yeah, real talk, bro. What they actually mean. And it there's it, a lot of it's bullshit. It's a big circus. It's a big circus, and mm -hmm. all they do is that what they <laughs> and wait, watch. Oh, you're gonna have a new co-host next week, fucker. Uh it's a lot of it's like to keep it, 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 the, the the uh the practice they have in place keep Latinos and blacks down. It keeps us down because they mm -hmm. give it gives the welfare, it gives the stuff, it gives the housing. You just can't go to work okay. and make yourself any better. Hey, okay. You you reminded me of something that I, I did want to add context. Um the black and Latino tension in Southern California is a real thing. Yeah. So unfortunately, these people took me out of context and they made it seem like I was stirring up the pot or something. But let me let me put it to you this way. Since we're on the we're adults and like I said, we can we can have a discussion and thank you again for having me on the show. Um, what I was trying to say about like, uh, hey, to any African Americans tuning in, the Democratic Party is promising you guys uh, more, more like uh, lower job unemployment, basically more jobs, right? They're promising yeah. you guys more jobs. They're promising us that they're gonna my tios, my primas, my abuelita, they're gonna let they're gonna open borders and DACA and Dreamers and they're promising us that. They're using our emotions against us. So those two promises are in direct conflict because how one of us is gonna get screwed. Either mm -hmm. they're gonna come through on our promise or they're gonna come through on you on yours. But they can't come through on both. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that's kind of what I was explaining when I was when I said if you're African American, you probably don't want to vote for the party that's promising us open borders because they're promising you jobs and there's exactly. going to be a conflict, but people took it the wrong way. And reality is subjective. Everybody can interpret their stuff. However, they, however they want. Right. I don't have yeah. control over how people interpret, but I do know that in SoCal, I'm well aware. I used to live in East LA for yeah. a year. I'm well aware. I got people out there. I'm well aware as to the street culture and how sometimes there's different friction yeah. and, um, People took it to the internet. They, they they take that same coach and they bring it to the keyboard. And they're like, Orale, uh, let me catch you in the chat room, homie, your little leva. Like, what's up, homie? All caps. Speak your keyboard. Da, 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 yeah. da, 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 we call that a keyboard yeah. bitch out here. Or, or, you know, you know, uh, internet gangbangers. You know? Yeah, yeah, real talk, dude. That's the thing. But here's the beautiful part that, 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 that you just talked about. You're an adult. I'm an adult, kind of. Citrix an adult. <laughs> kind of. And, <laughs> and this the beautiful part about our country is that we can we can have this discussion and we don't exactly. have to just say, you know what, dude, fuck this guy. I don't want to be a part of this. No, that's not that's the bullshit. That's the real injustice yeah. in this country is that people aren't really doing what they're saying and they're getting canceled left and right. And this generation that's coming up and doing that. They are the worst part of this yeah. country right now. Whatever, whatever happened to uh, um, you know freedom of speech? You know, as America. Yeah. So it's like I feel like you could say whatever you want. You know what I'm saying? And, and and in a respectful way, and still get along. Like your point of views don't matter. At the end of the day, we could get along and talk and and hang out. It doesn't matter. You know and what I'm saying? And get high. And get high. Yeah. Your point of views are your point of views. Everybody has different point of views.
yeah, I, I just feel like, you know, it, it, it's just it's just a misunderstanding. But I know where my heart is. It's fortunate that they've trained us to believe. Right. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it's who. I don't know who trained us to believe that you can't love your country and, and be a proud Mexican American. You want to tell you, listen, keep your keep your ideas open and don't don't fall for the okie doke. Exactly. Right. Well, man, dude, <laughs> you're a hundred percent right. All that stuff. <laughs> Real talk, man, dude. Tell us, uh, you're gonna you got that album coming out on Black Friday. Where where's it gonna be available, bro? Yeah, you'll be able to stream it on all platforms, okay. and then on my website, we're getting all the merch ready to where it'll be like physical, like bundles, like yeah. autograph CD with the shirt or the hoodie and the towel, the chapstick, like whatever it is. Decide to put out the mask. Bro, you got chapstick? Uh, what have you. Um, <laughs> it's going to be, and we plan on doing, I mean, I'm just, throwing, like, I was like, I that's mean, tight. We can, we can, you know, people make that type of stuff. Uh, get the big picture uh, show logo on the chapstick. Oh, that's you know tight. Oh, we're like, doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that, that, that'll be awesome, man. For example. Yeah, that'll be good, man. So, so give out everybody uh, your uh, social media, man, so everybody can get a hold of you and where where can they buy merch and stuff like that. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, my website is chingobeam dot com. Uh, if you want to talk politics, follow me on Twitter, uh, Facebook. You know, I, I you know that's my family friendly, and then I'm on Instagram all day. Yeah. So, uh, I love social media. I really, I love the interaction. I love the engagement. Uh, of course, I don't like when people lead with an insult, like you know, they yeah. don't out the gate. But I, like I said, man, I like having the discussion and, um, you know, I feel very free and, you know, nobody can like Hollywood can't punk me, right. you know, the way they tried to punk Kevin Hart and force him to like, you're homophobe, you're homophobe, Kevin Hart, admit, admit it, say you're sorry. He's just like, uh, those were old tweets. And they remember, remember when they called, they said Swinium did an anti-Mexican rant. Now I'm a stand-up comic. You're a stand-up comic. Now we know, no, 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 that's a heckler that was getting roasted. Mm -hmm. He was disrupting the show, and he's a seasoned veteran. He handled him. Y'all tried to world star soundbite clip it. Y'all tried to, the, the, the public, the media tried to frame it as Cat Williams attacks Mexicans. But I know Cat, I've, I've hung out with Cat, and it's really just a comedian dealing with a heckler. Yeah, exactly. But that's the era we live in, man. Don't try to, you know, clickbait. There's money in that. Clout. Yeah, no, that's, that's that's real talk, man, and, and and it's sad, you know. But you know, people are gonna do what they're gonna do. They're gonna say what they're gonna say, and at the end of the day, if, as long as you know what's in your heart and what you, you know what I'm saying, and that, that that's all really matters. And and, and us as a culture, uh, we kind of stand up because those those cancel culture people, dude, those are the real bullies. I mean, I'm just gonna say it. They're, those are the real bullies out there, bro, because yeah. they're really brave behind their behind their keyboard, yep. but not in real life. Hey man, but hey, th hey, thank you, Chingo Bling, for uh, coming through and, and clarifying a lot of things, man. And well, we, we appreciate your time, bro. Hey man, what, what you guys are doing, uh, I really, really, really appreciate it because sometimes it's, it's more convenient to not let someone, uh, uh, you know, give their side of the story. So, yeah. real recognized, real. I commend you guys. We support you a thousand percent. When you guys come and do a live podcast in the Texas market. We will blow it out the water. We will make sure that our cousins, our people, our family 
our brethren from the West Coast is in town, and whatever y'all need, damn. Se cortó. No, there it goes. We, no, we, okay. Dude, I'm telling you, I love Texas. Some of the best shows I've ever done have been in El Paso, Texas. So, <laughs> hell yeah, bro. We'll be there. Yeah, for sure, man. Well, hopefully we get we get to connect when we out there, man. Hey, hey, much love, and uh, and uh, can't wait to see you guys reinvent and blow up bigger than ever. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, bro. You, Thank you, man. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. All right, man. That's Chingo yeah. Bling. Hey, make sure, just in case if the audio cut out, that we follow Chingo Bling on Instagram uh, at... Real Chingo Bling and on his website, ChingoBling.com. That's right. You know, for all the merchandise and everything. Chapsticks, he thought. Everything, yeah. You know, um, it, made, it made a lot of sense, man. You know the, uh, what he was saying because it's, it's the reality of shit, man. And this culture, uh, 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 cancel culture that right. we're living in is, is ridiculous. It's like, this is America. You know, everybody can speak their mind, say what you want to say, as long as you're not offending anybody. Look, know? dude, you can't go out and grab ass, all right? Yeah, you I can't mean, go out and, like, disrespect I stop, women. I stopped doing that a long time ago. <laughs> so, yeah. You can't do those things. But, for but but again, look, before we talked to him, I told you outside. I was like, look, I'll be honest with you. I, I don't agree with some of his shit. And then you see the whole video. It's yeah. like, dude, that's not even what he was saying. Yeah, like, I, I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah, because I, I commented. I commented. <laughs> I, I'm not even high though. <laughs> I commented on one of the, on one of the 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 um the you know there was a, there was a whole forum thing going on and I and I commented I left and because I was just like tripping out like that. Right. Wow. But then again, I saw the whole thing and I was like, okay, I get it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you know, and, and at the end of the day, it's like. No matter who or what, you know, like a point of view that you might have or right. I might have or whatever, but we could all get along still and hang out. Dude, that's the beautiful thing is like if you're an adult and really get it, yeah. dude, I'm all open. Listen, I'm not going to bullshit you. I, I watch Fox News. I watch I watch MSNBC. I watch CNN. I watch all of them because I want to hear the different point of yeah, view. Exactly. I might agree with it and say, yeah. oh, shit, I've been, think I've been listening to this the wrong way. Yeah. So people don't – I mean, just listen. If you're into that cancel culture bullshit, listen – Harvey Weinstein should be canceled. Yeah. All right. Kevin Hart never should be canceled for what he did. Exactly. Do I agree with like his old tweets? Of course not. But at the same time, too, if you haven't grown as a person, you fucking need mental help. Real talk. Yeah, real talk. <laughs> and I know the perfect therapist. This will get at me. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, that, that's what it is, man. So yeah, you know, it, shit happens, you know. That's what that's you are exactly right. Shit does happen. And I think we should take a break. And when we come back with the Big Sacred Podcast, we will wrap up this amazing episode because I got some questions for you. Oh, man. Yeah, they're going to be. I hope they're not sexual questions. Bro, are you trying to get me canceled? (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back with more of the Big Citric Show. I think I might have said podcast a little while ago. God damn it. (laughs) I got to stop doing that. Well, well, it is a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back with more of the Big Citric Show right after this. Yeah, okay. Yeah, doggy. Welcome back to the Big Citrix Show. We're right here with Phil Medina, hey, co-host. Yeah, man. Handsome guy, right? Come I'm on, trying, bro. bro. I'm yeah, trying. Man, I wish I had hair like you, bro. Bro, I didn't have hair. This is not real. No? No, it's, it's that wind? spray can oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should try some of that shit. No, man. dude. Can you? You know who you look like, bro? Remember Squeaky from uh, oh, Laverne yeah, Shirley, bro? Yeah. I thought you were gonna say a Chia Pet or something. 
<laughs> no, oh it took a long time to grow this out, dude. I shaved my head. I lost my mind for a little bit during the pandemic. And uh, <laughs> hey, bro, when you lose that much cash because of your stand-up dates, guy, I, fuck it. <laughs> you know what? For a minute, when I saw I saw some pictures, you were you had the bald head, right? I was like, even my son Eric was like, hey, did did. Uh, He'll go bald or what's he'll lose his fucking mind. Did, did, what happened? Did he lose his hair? Or what happened? I thought you know. I thought it was one of like the bows of the clown. Things you put up. I thought, yeah, I go nah. I feel didn't go bald like that. You know, I thought maybe you photoshopped. Yeah, it. yeah. No, dude, I lost my mind, bro. I was, uh, I was just like, you know what, dude? Uh, I think I had to return the last deposit to a show I was gonna do. In uh, goddamn, I think it was Albuquerque. Uh, <clears throat> Remember that Albuquerque run? Uh, uh, <laughs> we, times we gotta yeah. talk about that. Anyway. <laughs> no, we can't. Uh, <laughs> I'm still trying to find out where the fuck I parked the car. Uh, <laughs> that was three years ago. I thought you were gonna say I was still trying to find where I left my boxers at. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 sir, no, sir. Um, so no, what, what? Uh, I was just like, goddamn, dude. Like, I, I, I had to return a deposit, another deposit. I had to return it mm. because most comics are like, why'd you, why didn't you keep the money? I'm like, because once this is over, I want to get booked again. I actually have plans yeah, of going back yeah, to work. Exactly. So I was just like, you know what, dude? I, I my haircuts cost anywhere between fifty and seventy five bucks. Damn. And I'll get to that is in a it, second. It, it, Eric's just like, what like, the who? fuck? Like, Who's damn. cutting your hair? Is that without a tip? No, that is that is, that is the tip. Oh shit. Okay, yeah. because all right. So uh, let me just backtrack a second about the tip. Um, here's the thing. I had a pizza delivered to my house. No surprise. So <laughs> the guy comes. I give him a twenty dollar tip. The pizza was only seventeen bucks. Uh-huh. I give the guy a twenty dollar tip, and he goes first when he opens the door. He goes, "Holy shit, Phil Medina, what's up, man? How you doing?" I'm like, "Oh god, because in Oxnard, I'm kind of a kind of a you know people know me." Yeah, yeah. So yeah. so I'm like, uh, "Yeah, hey, how you doing, man?" He goes, "Oh." This is where you live? Oh, nice place. And I'm like, oh, fucking shit. Like, I already know this shit's about to cost me. This pizza went from $17 to fucking 37 bucks, dude. So I was like, yeah, thanks, man. Thanks. Hey, here's a little something for you. He goes, he opens the 20 up, looks at it. He goes, oh, all right. Hey, man. Cool. See you later, bro. You fucking little jerk. He wanted right? 100 bucks? I, I think so, dude. So that got me thinking. That got me thinking. So a couple of weeks later, I'm at this restaurant. I don't want to plug them because I'll tell you what happened. Uh, we're at this restaurant. Uh, me and a buddy of mine, we're eating. And the the manager comes out and says, hey, the owner wants to talk to you. And I'm like, oh, fuck. What could this be about? I swear to God, I flushed that toilet. I don't know what the problem is. So you got to carry your own plunger. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, that sucks, too. We'll get into that later. But so now I'm like, okay. I started. Phil Medina, oh man, I saw you at Levity Live. You're so funny. Love your show. Bop, 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 bop. Your meal is on me. And I'm like, God damn, damn it. <laughs> that means the meal's on you, but we ain't covering the tip. <laughs> so now here comes the girl. She's like, hi, yeah, they said the meal's on, on, on them. So, okay, I hope you enjoyed everything. I'm like, yeah, everything was fucking fine. <laughs> I give her a $50 bill because that's all I got. And she goes, okay, you're a comedian? All right. Puts the money in her pocket. I'm like, fuck this. This ain't happening like this anymore. My barber starts cutting my hair. He charges 30 bucks, dude, to get a haircut. I tip him an extra 20 just so he shuts the fuck up. Hey, bro, it gets expensive being a celebrity. I'm not a celebrity. That's you're the a, problem. Yeah, you're a celebrity. Bro, dude. I'm no more. Yeah, I'm no more popular than the fucking weatherman on fucking <laughs> TV, okay? And I bet that, I bet Fritz don't fucking tip, tip like that. By, by the way, he has a dope haircut, too, just like you. 
Hey. <laughs> hey. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Dude, so uh, do you have that issue with tipping? Uh, it just depends, dog. That's why I don't go out because I don't want to tip. <laughs> you just no, give I mean, him the tip, huh? I just, yeah, <laughs> like that. Well, we'll get into that other story you had a, a while back when somebody asked you for the, or you asked for a, a tip. Oh, yeah. We'll get, got, into that, uh, yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. But tipping, um, I think sometimes it's, uh, I get it because, you know, a lot, a lot of these people, they work for tips. Mm-hmm. So I usually try to give a little bit over the, the whatever the percentage is, you know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. But, hey, I ain't tripping in. They fucking give me a dirty look or, you know, if the tip should have been 10 bucks and I gave them 15 and they don't like it, fuck them. I don't well- care. <laughs> Well, how about this, though, too? How about when they just look at you like, here? okay, you start out at a $20 bill with me. If I'm at a restaurant, you start off at a 20, maybe a 50. It depends what we're yeah, starting yeah. at. You have the ability to go up or down. If, my, if that water cup is ever empty, motherfucker, that just, you just lost $10 well, for that. Well, that's nothing, you know? Yeah, they, they, yeah. You know, they don't want to, you know... Give you the good service, but they want the good tip. Yeah, that's the kids you know, though today. If you dude. see, but if you see them working really hard and really, you know, trying to make sure you're good, right? You know, yeah, you give them that, you give them that extra tip. Yeah, dude, and that's the thing, dude. So, so tipping is becoming an issue, and 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 we'll get into more of the tip issues that you just talked about. That's but that's gonna be part of the council cultures. <laughs> don't do that. Tip, no. Oh yeah, I thought you meant cancel people that don't tip. I'm like, wait tip. a minute, back up, buddy. Hey, so, hey, some places charge you the tip already. That's bullshit. And that is bullshit. We, that's happened to us. And then on top of that, I'll still tip. You know, like no, dude, no. gratuity is twenty five percent here. Yeah. Oh well, how about I take a hundred percent of my fat ass out of here? How about that? <laughs> God damn, dude. But originally we were talking about the haircut. So this <laughs> So yeah, bro, I lost all my gigs, dude, and I was just out of money. And I was like, you know what? It's 50 bucks a haircut. Fuck it. And I was like, you just do it yourself. Oh man, this looks like shit. <laughs> I couldn't back up. <laughs> so well, well, that's yeah. the reason why I got this haircut. It looks good on you, though. So, you know, I, I don't got to be paying people, man. I just See, do it myself. That's smart. Because now I'm trying to go back to the haircut with the with that. On it, you know what I mean, yeah. and that. But I, I couldn't find my gel this morning. Uh, you, so, don't, you don't use three flowers? Nah, bro. Come on, dude. that <laughs> stuff smells like <laughs> shit, dude. That is the worst smell in the uh, absolute. I it smelled like flowers. No, it smells. Yeah, a flower that's been pissed on. <laughs> smell like skunk. Oh like, no. What kind of three flowers you been using? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I got the I got the the, the Ralph's brand, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. But that that's what happened, man. So I shaved my head, and the pandemic just fucked everything up for me. <laughs> but that that's that's the whole thing about this is that um, yeah, I lost my train of thought too. Chingo Bling ain't the only one on here, bro. <laughs> I was over here thinking about the tipping for food, and then I thought, dude, something does sound good right now, bro. All this tipping is making me hungry. <laughs> I'm ready to tip over, bro. <laughs> I'm losing my balance on this chair. Oh, dude, when I saw the chairs that they brought for us originally, I was like, yeah, that ain't going to do it. <laughs> can we get some metal chairs? Yeah, I was like, can we get some? I'm just going to bring a pillow to sit on and just we'll call it a day, dude. Oh, man. Dude, it was a, this was a great it show, man. It was a man. good show, man. I thank you once again, man, of course, for being part bro. of the show, bro. Um, I appreciate you having me. You know, thank you, uh, Chingo Bleed, for coming up here and uh, clearing out things, too, man. And, uh, 
you know, this cancel culture shit, man, gotta go, man. It's, it's ridiculous, man. This is America, you know, freedom of speech and all that shit, man. And it don't matter what you say, what you stand for. Hey, if you're respecting me, I'm respecting you. So exactly. Let me, let me blow everybody's mind with this last 30 seconds or whatever we have of this show. Imagine a day that we all treated, everybody in this country, we treated people the way we want to be treated. That would make the world a whole exactly. better place. Trust me on this. That's real talk. Yeah, That's man. That's real talk, man. So, yeah. Hey, thank you guys for checking out the show. And uh, we'll, we'll be back soon. You know, we'll, we, we got another one. A great guest coming on the next episode. So, hey, you guys stick around. Phil Medina, Big Citric.